Hello, listeners. You don't know me yet, but you'll meet me shortly. Before we begin, I have been asked to read the following statement. This podcast is a story of abduction and death. It will include screaming, gunshots, involuntary drug use, emotional manipulation, and situations allegorical to those problematic ones in your own world. While episode-specific content warnings will be present, please bear in mind that this story is not suitable for all listeners. Please also note that this is a re-recorded version of our pilot episode. We apologize for the upcoming variation in production quality over the next few episodes. Now then, let's get started. Episode 1. An Erroneous Errand. Hey people, it's Leland. Just on my way to the post office for Mr. Jacques, why would I use the internet when the postal service still exists? How? Because, God forbid, we have run out of stamps. On a happier note, there's going to be an awesome party this Friday. Bring your friends to the Moonlit Cavern. All is going to be tending bar. All will be good. Now I have to go because I'm about to make an actual purchase with cash. Um, what? Oh, hello there. You must be one of the new people, as you are totally intact. George will certainly enjoy you, though he enjoys most people. Don't be too fast to sleep with him. He tends to get rather handsy with solid people at rather inconvenient times. Uh, yeah, that, that's not gonna be a... <laughs> How bold of you to presume such a thing. I've heard so much about George's seductive prowess. Down the hall, to the left, third door. Do not open the door, clearly marked broom closet, as you will be terminated immediately. And put that cellular thing away. Sorry, I must have made a wrong turn somewhere. <laughs> there are no wrong turns here, Mr... What is your name? Ah, Huxley. Well, all of them are wrong turns, depending on who you ask. Some would certainly see it that way. I know Katerina would. But the fact of the matter is there are very few accidents here, and none at your point in the process. The possibilities of failure truly are endless for you, however, so don't mess up, because some of those possibilities are a little more possible than others. Welcome to Sector Zero. Try not to bleed on anything. I definitely took a wrong turn. I'm just going to leave. No. Uh, Leland. Nobody plans on coming to Sector Zero. Well, actually, some people do, but we don't take them. I showed up here 15 years, 3 months, 8 weeks, and... Um, 40 rereads ago. I was about to be licensed for unsupervised chemical synthesis. A career in biomedical engineering stood before me, and I just wanted a handful of food. Simple, you'd think. The local merchant was in a strange little alcove next to an examiner's office which had been carved out of a structural support. Wealth exchange appendages, the snack was perfectly normal. I went to leave and the route was blocked off. 
not by something indicating I couldn't go there, mind you, but rather someone had placed a wall at the turn into the alcove. The merchant had mysteriously disappeared. For the life of me, I can't tell you why I didn't lose it right there, but instead I walked through the only available door into the examiner's office, and I stood in an office mostly identical to this one. That one stunk, though. Carla had a taste for Lingouthian soup. How do you know my name? Oh, that's in your file, which has been given to me by this worthless machine they call a desk. This most inconvenient piece of machinery ever created. Let's see here. Mr. Leland Huxley, man aged 24, formerly employed as an assistant to a Mr. Hi. This person is named for a mound of dirt? What? No, he's just Mr. Howe. And I'm still his assistant. I'm just trying to get stamps for him, so I should really get going. How? That's an odd name. What if there's a pile of dirt? Which one are you talking to? I suppose this is irrelevant at the moment. You are no longer employed by him, as you are here. Therefore, you are now in the sole employment of Sector Zero. Here is your card, which we still give out to new people, despite the fact that you will never use it. Uh, the slash is absolutely necessary in all written forms. It does make some people very angry if you forget it. Most of our tech has it. In the event that it doesn't, try Alter 0216, or if you're using one of those newer models, just rudely correct it. Program-wise, you can just use a regular zero. Um, thanks, I, I guess. I I'm just going to step out for a mo. Where's the door? Oh, that door is gone when you need to be going through a different one. The door you're looking for is down that hall to the left. Oh, and uh, before I forget... Here is your first week's payment. We'll switch to monthly if you survive the first week. These are oranges. Yes, Mr. Huxley. How very observant of you. I hope you will recognize the door with the same astuteness. Why are you paying me in oranges for a job I don't have? Oranges are worth an awful lot in your first week, and the job isn't yours to turn down. Now, third door on the left. I thought it might be right now. Just don't enter the broom closet. The door will be marked Lieutenant Director Henry Fitzwilhelm Yves von Steppenmark. Don't mispronounce it. So, what exactly is happening? I, Secretary Phillips, am stealing one of your oranges, because you are being lazy. Now go. The Lieutenant Director will explain most of it. If anyone can hear me, my name is Leland Huxley. I am the assistant to Mr. J. Howe, publisher of the literary magazine Now and Then. Uh, five minutes ago, I went to get stamps because he still insists we use snail mail. Uh, post office is at the bottom of our building. I took the stairs just like I always have, and suddenly I'm handed a crate of oranges by a man who knows who I am and suddenly claims I am now employed with him as he eats oranges like apples. Also, he said something about surviving my first week. Am I, am I in a horror movie right now? I should start singing something copyrighted, then, then I won't die. Isn't, isn't that the way it works? I feel like I heard that somewhere. I'm, I'm sorry you can't see me right now. I'm not even sure if I'm still streaming. Um, I'm, I'm walking down a vacant uh, linoleum-tiled hallway, which is lit both by frosted glass windows and fluorescent lighting. Um, both of which seem to be unnecessary. It's like there's an ambient light from all directions, somehow. Um, 
There's only two doors, so I can't exactly take the third one. Um, let's see. One's very clearly marked broom closet and seems uh, more run down than I would expect based on that uh, Secretary Phillips's room. Damn, this crate is really difficult to hold. Why doesn't it have handles? I feel like you should put handles on a crate, right? Um, okay. Uh, the other door, which has bold lettering, reads Lieutenant Director Henry Fitzwilhelm Ives von Steppenmark, which I'm supposed to remember somehow? I'm guessing, really hoping that this thing here is a doorbell, maybe? Okay, um, the door just opened from the inside, and it would appear that it did that on its own. I'd be surprised, but the door in Phillips's um, office just flat out vanished a minute ago. Round the corner and hurry up. There's a, such a horrible draft when that door is there. Okay, there, there is a man sitting on the back of his chair reading a newspaper which is labeled with a zero with a slash through it. Unhappy with your last assignment, Lingenshaw? I thought it was perfectly straightforward. It should have gone off without a hitch. You're not Lingenshaw. Uh, no. Um, would you mind telling me exactly what's going on here? No, I wouldn't. Mr. Uh, Huxley. Leland Huxley. Huxley, very well then. I suppose you are Lingenshot's replacement. Not a horrible thing, as the collateral damage on the last few assignments was rather high. You see, Mr. Huxley, you have been chosen, by means unknown to me, to serve Sector Zero. You will be casually forgotten by most of the people you've interacted with over the years, and you will fulfill the needs of Sector Zero, whatever those might be. I am your Lieutenant Director, Eves, and don't let anyone take your oranges without payment. They are terribly valuable down here. Where exactly is here, sir? Oh, no, sir, sir. It's a common surname in Billund, and they do not take kindly to it being used as a title. As for here, uh, well, we're not exactly sure. I was born here, which places me in an unusual situation. Most people, like yourself and Phillips, arrive here inadvertently. Others, like Pete and I, a little less so. Where here is exactly, um... Well, we actually have no idea where it is. The director probably has that knowledge. As best I can figure, we are sort of, um... Are you familiar with the Tannering Adventures? I can't say that, uh... No. Yeah, we're wrong sector. Um, put simply, there's many different worlds. We are sort of uh, the way station between them. We coordinate stuff for various customers, and sometimes Sector Zero sends us out to do other stuff. Oftentimes. Our division almost all the time. It's usually pretty safe. Um, you were saying? Phillips, did you just receive someone? Yes, he didn't seem to take it all too well. Is he causing a problem? I think he just went into the bloom closet. Oh dear. Is there blood? I don't think so. I did not hear any squelch. I'll check anyway. He better not have bled on anything. Please start explaining what is happening. I believe that was your partner. Evidently, he didn't want to be here, so he tried leaving. 
By the way, any instructions we give should be followed to the letter until you get the lay of this place. It's very volatile the first time around. Sector Zero can kill you. It, it will kill you, eventually, to be honest. That's just the way things are. I thought you just said this place was usually pretty safe. Oh, well, safe is a relative term. Uh, let's see where you're from exactly. Oh. Sector 358, subsector B6, class A double minus. What would that be? Um, oh, never mind then. It's quite dangerous here compared to where you come from. 358? Yes, we are named for our lack of position. Um, there are over 500 sectors we connect to. We do rarely do business in the lower 50. Um, have you folks taken care of those horrific race wars yet? The what? I'll take that as a no. They probably haven't even started for you yet in that case. Um, what year is it for you? Uh, 2018? 2018 what? Um, years? Right, so you're going to have to start specifying dates a little differently now. Time is interesting for us. We prefer to use major events as specifiers. Interplanetary space travel, advanced cryogenics, agriculture, Got any of that? Uh, yeah. It's, um, been about, um, six, six, eight, two, uh, little over 50 years since we landed a person on the moon. Okay, uh, the new frontier. Um, that was when you just started to spiral out of control, if I remember correctly. So, yeah. Pretty dangerous for you. Since your partner has taken an unfortunate early termination, I guess I'll put you with Phillips for the moment. Phillips? Phillips? Phillips, where are you? There is blood on the floor, Lieutenant. I will have that agent's head. He's dead, Phillips. You can't do anything about that. I am assigning Leland to you until he gets a new partner. Get him outfitted and don't kill him. You know HR hates internal messiness. Oh, fine. Just another day on business. I really need some shore leave. Maybe it'll be interesting. I haven't been out from behind the desk in a while. <sighs> this again. You're still eating that orange like an apple. And you're holding a gun. Welcome back, Mr. Huxley. Yes, it is the same door. This is an LNE2 blaster. Do not fire it at a person above level 2. Here. Why exactly do I need a gun? First off, this is not a gun. It is a blaster. Guns are used by unrefined barbarians. Secondly, barbarians. How is it not a gun, exactly? Uh, do you not have quantum modifiers where you're from? Uh, definitely not. Hmm. Um, think of it like a radio wave. A very powerful radio wave that is incredibly focused and changes the vibration of the most fundamental particles of nature. So shoot straight, because missing can be a terrible thing. Okay, then. Um, this looks like metal cast in the shape of a gun with four prongs on the end um, and no trigger, so I can't fire it, which is good because I've never shot a gun before. Um, I'll just stick this in with the oranges. What are you muttering on about? Um, what were you saying about barbarians? 
Ah, so a long time ago, before Eve's parents were here even, Sector 424 accidentally got a permanent door that wasn't sealed off from the rest of the world. Um, accidents at that level are rare, but, you know, they do happen. Now, at the time, 424 was in the midst of an intercontinental feudal mess. Towns owned other towns, murder was rampant, the northern peninsula had become the preeminent arms dealer. Any major states were bankrupt from trying to sustain naval powers. Escape was desperately wanted, but impossible. They wouldn't master in-system space travel for another three billion ticks. Somebody found the door and got about 500,000 people through before the director sealed it off with an impossible rock face lined with Helenkal blood. Now, as you've already seen, going through the wrong door doesn't take so well here, so most of them died. One group, however, we figure about 200 or so, went through a working door and are now scattered across reality. One of our jobs is to find them. They usually find us, though. We won't be dealing with them soon, though. It takes some experience before an assignment involves one of them. Now, um, I already gave you your card. Uh, clothes. You'll need clothes. I think the ones I have are fine. And I guess we're going back through this door into a department store? Okay, th this is too much. Can you just tell me where- Phillips, you old frog! I haven't seen you in ages! How is the lovely Katarina? You didn't hear, did you, Pete? Oh, dear. I had assumed those were rumors. I'm so terribly sorry. Was it quick, at least? Uh, so, we have a new agent, meet Leland Huxley. Uh, we lost both Ligginshot and Evard in 124. I don't have more details, they haven't recovered the keys yet. Well, that's not a terrible loss, if you ask me. We'll, uh, talk about that later, Phillips. Huxley, how excellent to meet you. You? Two? Just random middle-aged guy who's really excited to see me? In a room full of clothing racks and curtains? Uh, people must like staying here. <laughs> Please let me out. Uh, why is there an operating table over there? Uh, Pete is also a division's medic. But I'm a tailor right now. Arms up. Okay. Um, you're not writing anything down? Hmm. You have a most uncommon ear. We'll deal with that later. Uh, be right back. This is your coat. Uh, internal holster cut on the left, external on the right rear. Front right pocket is dual access for your key. Uh, you don't have one of those yet. Phillips, this person needs a key. On it. Now, if you fold up the lapels like this, you'll notice these grommets. They'll fit most space helmets and almost every respirator helmet you can find. If you are going into an environment with a high pressure potential, you'll need the right pants, which can be found over in section two over there. Now, as for interior pockets, they work on more or less the same system as the doors here. You should never have more than seven, and you might occasionally find something useful in them. Don't put any personal items in there, though. There's a very small chance they'll just up and disappear still. Um, there's two regular pockets at the bottom if you do need anything personal. Um, the coat is to Tyrian wool, so it's perfectly hydrophobic, and it can resist blasts from the LNE2s. Fairly good against blades, too. Temperature regulation is fairly simple. This button on your left sleeve stimulates atomic vibration. The right reduces it. 
fantastic if you're in Sector 255. I'll be right back with your gloves. Okay, um, he just left dumping this uh, off-gray coat on me. The lapels embroidered with a slash zero. Um, hmm. I said off-gray, but it's almost like it wasn't designed that way, but more like something discolored it. Like, it's almost like some sort of blood dried on it in pools and then flaked off. Oh, no, 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 no. Why is there so much blood here? We didn't have blood like this back home or... 358, I guess. Not like this. Like, yeah, you get your occasional scrapes and nosebleeds, but not, like, lots of flowing blood. Um, okay, let's just open this up and see. Uh, I got a cloth receipt hanging inside. Uh, got some names on it. Uh, Lillian Sir What does that mean? It's like a Doctor, but with a V instead of a D? Vachter? We'll call it Vachter. Uh, Vachter Kent Soches. Um, Katerina... Ooh. Katerina Phillips. Followed by Leland Huxley. So whoever Katerina was, I guess I got her coat. Probably shouldn't mention that to Phillips. Um, Phillips is gone, incidentally. Um, I assume getting me a key... Don't know what that's all about. Um, okay, I, I will ask him about Katerina later. Um, though I'm going to try to get home first. Hopefully that'll happen before I get the chance to ask him about that. Um, I mean, I got here after all, so I assume I can get back. Um, it seems like these people visit other sectors often enough. Hello, Leland. Oh, um, hi. I'm Lady Beth. And you hope you enjoy your stay here. It's so good to see a familiar body. I know it can be a bit tedious at the start. Oh, this looks good. Tell me, does this scarf match the coat well, do you think? Um, sure. Is is there any way out of here? No, why would you want to leave? Sure, you'll go out for a bit on assignment, but you'll always end up back here. It's so much fun here. Forgive me, but I must be off to Sector 404. Have fun in the meantime. Now the gloves can hook into the coat for spacewalks. Left-hand knuckles can send Morse messages back to us for most sectors, provided there isn't too much interference. Uh, firmly grasp your thumb with the fingers, and then middle knuckle for dot and index for dash. Y you do know Morse, right? They have that when you're from? Uh, no. Well, it, like, yeah, we have it, but I don't know it. Then you are going to learn, my boy. Completely unrelated to that, this is your key. This is a watchless pocket watch engraved with our insignia. This will open most of the locked doors inside Sector Zero, as well as quite a few outside. It also serves as your badge and identification if you ever need to go anywhere secure. If it's a lifeguard who doesn't recognize it, you can just hit them over the head with it. Uh, you can also record information on it by tapping out a zero on the seal. Code fit okay? Uh, yeah, I guess. So, so this uh, key goes in this pocket? And the chain on your belt... Uh, oh, we need to get you a sturdier belt. Uh, that can happen later. Best of luck, you two. I hope I see you soon, and conscious, hopefully. 
Phillips, let's do lunch sometime. I know a wondrous Lopa chef with a permanent door near Curtain 42. I'll see what I can do, Pete. And we're back here. And we're gone. Welcome to your office, Mr. Huxley. Your bed is immediately above you, water closet immediately below us. This door is now more or less permanent. It should connect our two offices until after one of us dies. Let's see. Oh, bastards, you got a newer model desk. Uh, yep, there's a bed right above the door. And a few feet away, there's a ladder leading into a hole, which goes into the floor, that presumably has a toilet in it. Oh, they gave you a holographic interface. Come over here, put your key in this little indent. Hello, hello, Leland. Open it, open it, local map. That is a suspiciously good rendering of the room and your office and that ominous hallway. Now, the desk will tell you things at intermittent times, often inconveniently. I don't think this one can give you actual stuff. It's so much more annoying when they can. Now, sleep, my new agent. We've got an assignment in for us this coming day. My name is Leland Huxley, formerly employed by one J. Howe of Now and Then Literary Magazine in Sector 358, Subsector B. Still don't know exactly what that means. Um, I've been chosen for employment by Sector Zero... My partner has apparently died in the act of showing up, and I am in charge of a crate of oranges minus one. If you are hearing this, please help me, because there is no way I'm going to be able to do this. Laser pistols, magic doors, eerie sense of impending death. I'm not built for this. I do coffee runs. Maybe if I'm lucky that assignment for tomorrow will be back on Earth. If... This isn't Earth, which I don't think it is. Maybe Mr. Howe will even give me my job back. If anything, I've got a really nice coat and gloves. I don't know what I'm going to do with this key once I get back, though. I don't think it's worth anything. Oh, man. Can't very well report this to the police. Just imagine the headline. Local man claims abduction by secret society no one's ever heard of. My name is Leland Huxley. If you can hear this and have any way of helping me escape, please send it quickly. Sector Zero was created by Lucas Angelo and Aldo Idego with production help from Christine Phillips. The voice of Leland was Lucas Angelo. The voice of Secretary Phillips was Sam Berkeley. The voice of Lieutenant Director Eves was Harry Tannen. Pete was voiced by Lester Simmons. Lady Beth was voiced by our producer, Christine Phillips, and music and sound design were done by Brian, who was also the opening voice, who you will meet later. This episode was written by Luke Sanchez. If you'd like to hear more, check out our website, sectorzeropod.com. Don't write out the zero, lest you suffer the wrath of our director. Questions? Contact us at sectorzeropodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter at sectorzeropod and patreon.com slash sectorzeropodcast. The moon is risen.